where we talk all things farm equipment. Tune in to interview farmers, industry leaders, and talk about our Am own. Am I too loud or not loud enough? Or Follow along as we good. talk about topics like cover crops, nutrient placement, and things that make your farm and every farm across the country different. You're listening to the Talking Shed Podcast, and thank you for tuning in. Yes, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this week, uh, we are at the Indianapolis Farm Show. We did one here last year, too. Um, so That was like one of the very first podcasts it, that we did. Yeah, it, it was like... Uh, <laughs> it, it showed... Uh, kind of our experience level not that not that we're where we need to be now but uh man we were recording off an old handheld today we've got some legitimate zoom deals and uh uh yeah so of course indie farm show if anyone follows along you can put things together uh of course i got cody here with me i yep. can get rid of him but we've got jeff with hey. us today what's up jeff hey hey guys not much how about you oh hey it's uh what do you think of the show you know you came in from illinois uh yep. we haven't done a podcast with you since louisville that's right um what the heck you been doing just trying to keep ahead of it you know yeah just every day something comes up or something uh, you know can't ship or can't get or you know just new New little things. Typical stuff. <laughs> That's right. So, of course, uh, everyone knows, uh, with no introduction, Jeff is uh, with Yetter Farm Equipment. Uh, Jeff has been, uh, you know, he's been our go-to for years uh, from day one. So, uh, we don't do enough podcasts with Jeff, but we're going to dive in. And, and uh, you know, we did one last year with him. We did one at Louisville. And uh, we're going to talk everything today. Awesome. So You bet. I saw... Uh, on on the scrolling through Twitter on my way over here, the Feds raised the interest rates another half percent. So I know it's going to get very interesting. I mean, the prices, I mean, the crop prices are starting to kind of filter a little bit down, and I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think that's what Elon says <laughs> <laughs> every time. That's right. But I, I you know, it's it's price of production and equipment and fertilizer i mean there's just so many things that hit us all from you know growers from all sides right now right so yep. sorry for my voice you know two days at a farm show <clears throat> this is kind of the farm show voice so <laughs> yeah a little yeah. raspy L- yeah. luckily yeah. luckily we didn't have a crowd yesterday right <laughs> <laughs> no kidding no kidding today was pretty decent i mean the morning was re- you know real good i yeah. think and quality guys and yeah you know so it's one of them shows that it at the beginning you're like man why are we here I know. and then at the end you go home phones start ringing you start to think back on who you talk to and you're like man everyone i talked to was quality they're they're legit um they're close to home you know it it's a hard farm show to overlook oh yeah it's it's two hours for us it's I mean, there's nothing else going on right now. And you have customers coming here. I mean, you've yeah. sold guys that are here, and it's perfect. I think for retailers, I yeah. mean, I think yeah, you got to stay in the saddle and and keep going. Yeah, you know, and I, and I like the role, I guess, of the manufacturer. At least I'm here, you know, to answer questions and come down to your booth and do mm-hmm. different things and talk to growers. So, you know, I, I guess I like the partnership. You yeah. know that you guys definitely are, are the retailers and the ones that can make the deal and 
I'm I don't like to support him. You know, yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. one of those. I think it works pretty good. Yeah. So uh, you made the trek over from Illinois. Um, why don't you describe to us a little bit for for maybe new listeners what the heck you do at Yetter um, and and what brought you here? So everything east of Illinois and all of Canada, um, the area responsibility is of all those areas. So work with dealers and growers throughout that whole area. So if there is a Yetter product east of Illinois in Canada or the United States, a road cleaner, a rotary hoe, a marker, a right. devastator, it you're, you're the guy. That's right. That that's, I mean, if a guy has an issue with or something or questions on, I'm going to be the one that's going to help facilitate questions or whatever he needs. Spearhead the the deal. That's right. And so since COVID, you've been basically doing it all from home, right? Three. We're still three days a week at home. Nice. And two days in the office. Okay. And so I guess I didn't know you'd transition to two days at the office. Yep. We we've gone back in two days, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and you know I, I do understand the camaraderie, you know, that is missed sure. in the office. Um, you know, there is some positives. You overhear someone talking, or you're talking about something, and it jogs your memory. I mean, there is. There is some good things to it. So I think there is a good hybrid, you know, of being able to do the mix, you know, either way. Yep. And, hey, you know, if a guy has the sniffles or whatever, I can still do my job, still do whatever needs to be, but don't go in. And it works out pretty good, I think. Sure. So. <clears throat> How many years you been at Yetter? Mm, 32. 32. Yeah. Yep. So he knows a thing or two. <laughs> About I've seen it, seen a thing or two, and yeah. yeah it's what what is that? State Farm. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen a, seen a thing or two. <laughs> Ain't that what they're saying? Well, it's not. Who is that? Uh, I know uh, farmers. Exact, farmers. 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 Yeah. That's farmers right. insurance. Yeah. I, what we, I like is I I like to see you guys. You know, the next generation coming through. It's freaking awesome. You know, I mean, because you guys have the same you know, will and and in your blood to want to help growers and help them make a transition to what they're doing and go to the next thing sure you know so it's you've got it man it's it's in your blood now so yeah hey yeah we've been uh you know i had a guy i think it was aaron at cfc we were talking and i said something about 10 years and he was you've been in business for 10 years i said i think it's actually 11 11, i mean 11 years yeah so uh it's flown by i remember (laughs) I remember doing some ag talk back at college, you know, I'd be walking through campus and someone call me on row cleaners and that was year one, you know, and uh, so, yeah, yeah, we sold a lot, sold a lot of magnums through ag talk in about a three month span there one time. And still repeat customers. I mean, you're still getting these guys calling from these different areas and, you know, oh yeah. You've grown your business quite a bit, and Cody there, who who is, I think he does a good job of the, you know, ag talk and handling questions and you know facilitating that. There's there's multi ways of making sales. Oh yeah, as we've seen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's even diving into TikTok. Uh, you yeah. see that? Yeah. Don't bring that but, up with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. not well, a fan. It's yeah. not banned in Ohio yet, but uh, as soon as it is, we'll it's, jump off. It's, it's getting close, but you know. Yeah. What are they going to learn from him, though? You I, know, you're thinking I, the Chinese spying through TikTok. I get it, but 
<laughs> what are they going to find? What, what are they going to find with Cody? They're going to have to ask him a lot of questions. You know? Yeah, they'll, 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 know, they'll know how to put closing wheels on their planner, maybe. <laughs> That's right. Right hand this way, left hand this way. <laughs> and not looking at the planner. you got to be standing behind the planner. Uh-huh. Right. Who started that, anyway? Where did that what? start? Behind? You know, we always go in the ag sector. Everything's behind. Oh. Right? Yeah. And I like that. Right. I, I, it's I think universal. I do. It is universal. Because, you know, it's always, you know, everyone will turn around and look at the planner from the tractor. And it's like, well, kind of. Standing behind. Yeah. Standing behind. Yeah. I don't know. But it is, it's weird because everybody does seem to know that drill, if mm-hmm. you will, that, you know, left hand side or right hand, and everybody knows behind the planner, or mm-hmm. behind the implement, that that's yeah. what you always talk. So. Yeah. It, it's so repetitive, too, and you just like keep saying it. It's like, well, you need to make sure that you're standing behind the planner, and, and it happens and all I think the time. A lot of times when you're working on stuff, or like a planner, anyways, you're behind the planner, you know? Right. So, like, you're telling the tech, hey, it's on the left side, and you're standing behind it. Well, I mean the right. Well, you know and telling them that you're behind it i don't know exactly but yeah you know fertilizer placement just like at the show i mean that just seems like that's just you know everybody and you guys were smart to bring nutrient placement tools on your booth you know you have the different ones and Mm -hmm. and strip till of course is is definitely still oh yeah i mean it's just starting to warm up oh yeah yeah and what a great fall we had for doing strip tillage this fall you know banning nutrients heck we we did a tillage demo just a week ago and uh you know i i think that's going to create more uh ideas for people who aren't in strip till um you know hey we can do this you know look at the fall that we had everyone's had their tillage done fertilizer spread and i think it'll really happen when you know, a lot of guys have kind of, I'm not saying they sat around and did nothing for the last two months, but field work wise, they may not have done much, but the weather was to where they could have. Well, what happens this spring? You know, they haven't laid down any fertilizer yet. And then all of a sudden this spring, they get in this bottleneck. Now they're waiting or prices go up and they're like, man, why didn't we just do it back in the fall when we had all that time? Right. You know, and that'll really get their wheels turning. Now, not every fall is like this fall of 22, but man it's nice when they are oh i mean you could you could have done anything from start to finish yeah i mean it's just oh. it was good i was talking to old mitch uh the other day um he got himself a new planner yep. he got a john yep. deere 1770 oh really yep so you have to give him a call and hit him up on some stuff but um anyway i we were just chit-chatting he said his uncle got out his field cultivator the other day and made a pass over some chisel ground said they had chiseled back in like November. It had kind of dried out and right. he whipped out the cultivator and made a pass. So this spring, I don't know if they're either gonna stale seed bed that or one pass with the cultivator again, but you know, stuff like that. Oh yeah. You don't see that done very often. And you guys haven't had hardly any rain in Ohio. I mean, what was the first, what was Labor Day? Well, Labor Day and you know, we did finally have here, over an inch. Here about two weeks ago. Yeah. But I think that's that the first time. one, though, since, I mean... Yeah, since Labor Day, about two weeks ago, was the first measurable, yeah. good measurable rain that yeah. we had. I know your dad, he sent me pictures of the lake. Yeah. And how, oh. holy cow, that thing is just, yeah. it's mm-hmm. unreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the creeks are dry, and um, but it's, it's teeing up to be pretty good here. 
it's been there's been a lot of fog in the air we got about an inch of rain not too long ago we got rain overnight and then boom it's going to freeze 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 over the next two weeks it's going to expand that ground out help with compaction grapple always says that that's a big deal oh you got to have the ground freeze before the snow comes Right. Because when the snow comes, it won't Insulates freeze. Insulates it to where it's, mm-hmm. then it's muddy. You go yep. out there and you're still sinking in. Yep. You know how in the spring you walk across the field and you, your feet kind of squish? That's from Mother Nature for you. Oh, yeah. And Grandpa always talked about how important that is. That's so, right. Well, and you help break up some of that compaction, that freezing and thawing. Yep. You know, that's kind of helping us in some of those aspects. So, yep. But, yeah, it'll be good. And I think snow... They were talking about, you know, maybe get close to Christmas. It could be some pretty decent snow right through the whole Midwest area. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to be cold enough anyways. Yeah. So definitely. It it hasn't even been cold enough in Ohio last, you know, month to do it. So I I don't know. But what, uh, what do you think of the show? You know, it used to be down at the fairgrounds. This is the second year up here today. I mean, I wasn't here early this morning, so I can't really attest to the early morning crowd. It was this morning was just like yeah, shot out of a gun. There was people there. Yeah, the piles were full. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was good. Yeah, it was it was legitimate this morning. I mean, there were some, and that's the thing. You know, we talked about it before we got on here. I mean, the guys that you talk to at this show are the guys that are very very good, high quality qualified guys that you know that whenever they come up to to you and they talk to you for about you know five ten minutes right you know those are the guys that are pretty serious and you need to you need to pursue well they're forward thinking you know they're getting their ducks in a row and they know and you know the whole where's my money you know how where am i sitting how much money do i need to spend and you know they're just getting organized right and that's good to hear now because we know Louisville time, you know, there's just not going to be much around. Right. You know, dealer inventory, which you guys have, inventory, which is phenomenal because, you know, hey, you got it in stock. Right. I mean, there's nothing better in these times that we're going through because, I, you know, at the factory, our lead times are, you know, getting worse and worse. So, you know, I can't stress enough for guys to hook up with dealers who have it in stock because those are the guys who, A, have the knowledge and they know what they sell and they know their territory and their products they're gonna that's gonna be the best place to purchase mm-hmm. period you know everyone we've heard all the excuses in the last couple of years about inventory and and wait times from all these manufacturers everyone's heard the story it's like a contest when guys get around well i i had to wait on a tire for seven weeks seven i waited a year and a half for a trailer <laughs> try that's, that that's right you know oh you always hear them and what uh you know i had a farmer ask me the other day he said what what's the deal and i i think that it's it's a deep and it, there's a lot of things going on like for example everything was just in time manufacturing pretty much you know build 300 sell 250 build 300 you know um and then all of a sudden covid came and and things tightened up um but then people had money so things were spending but then i think the forward thinkers and the purchasers of the world saw the wave coming and they just bought and bought and bought if you could buy yeah. See, there, there's where well, you know they it, still the problem bought. is with our purchasing, is you've got to find the companies that can do it. 
you know, these casting companies, I mean, they're booked up. You right. Know, yeah. Because it's like everybody's searching for that same thing. Right. And so it is, it's still a very difficult scenario to, to get some products coming in just because of, you know, the vendors who supply us that just, they can't do it either. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, just like I was talking to a guy earlier today, he said he went to J&M to buy a, a tire. And I told him, I said, well, that's why there's a tire shortage in the world because they're all sitting over at J&M. <laughs> I mean, hundreds of them, really? you know. But oh, it's yeah. like, imagine a tire company who used to sell them 50 every two months. Right. And now all of a sudden they got an order for 290. Right. And then all of a sudden now Underfirth gets word they're going to order 350. And now they went from selling two companies 100 tires every three months to 700 tires in one month. Right. And boom. And look what that does to lead times. Everyone else gets word. And then now this other company gets word. Boom. Give me 300. Right. This one. Boom. And it comes in. And it just pushes, pushes, pushes. And, uh, you know, that... I think it's just people may is it maybe people forward thinking like that you think or I think companies are trying to forward think and say hey this is something we're going to always move so let's get a warehouse full of it you know what I mean but do you think that's a cause of some of these delays sure sure because just what you said you know typically vendors aren't dealing with those size of orders and boom 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 they have three huge orders they're in a hole mm-hmm. right they can't dig out right and that's where it starts right there yeah. you know then they go to their suppliers and try to get and so it's just it's funny how that trickle down works you know it'd be fun to watch and see you know a product the progression of how it's got to come through and how many hands and how many people you know what i mean it would surprise a lot of people yeah because i know a lot of growers think oh what the heck just call up and you get it and away you go well there is a lot a lot more involved yeah you know than just being able to do that right i mean you figure you know a lot of companies try to make as much stuff as they can on in in house you know that that, that's the key to being a good manufacturer is trying to make as much stuff in-house as what you can um you know but whenever you're relying on somebody else and you're saying well i need a ball bearing well these ball bearings aren't out they're out for six months right you know and so there's just only so much that you can really control that really will dictate on what you're able to put out as far as a number right and you know like we were saying you know that's just kind of how it's going to crumble is well whenever i order this bearing well you know tom over there at so and so's well and they ordered 300 well heck we need to order five right you know it it's almost like panic buying you know we yeah. saw it with toilet paper all right yeah. you know exactly yeah it's it, kind of it's kind really of the same is, scenario yeah. Yeah. you know when when companies are like using the same bearing same wheel same whatever it's all out to secure what you need so then everybody's scrambling to do the same yeah, yeah. So it's kind of in that same, you know, almost panic purchasing because, and we're expecting our vendors to be able to, to jump through hoops and, and mm-hmm. they just can't always do that. You know, what all kind of stuff is yet are doing to try and get around all this? I mean, we've looked for new vendors all the time. I mean, we're, we're always searching for someone that's looking, you know, for new business and which is hard to find. Um, but 
we're, we're being more proactive. We're, we're ordering more and trying to get more in all the time. So, you know, the just-in-time thing has kind of got put to the wayside because we know it's like a dealer. You can't sell it unless you have it. Right. You know, and that's in these times, we're seeing that more and more all the time. Yep. So, but... You know, it's it's always it's just a struggle in, in some cases and there's products we're we're short on, you know. I mean twenty nine sixty eight. I mean I had a ton of interest in twenty nine sixty eight. You know, some of the <laughs> I'm really surprised at some of the guys that come in that have tried some of the competitors and they're not happy. Right. I mean they're not happy with those products and so mm-hmm. you know, there's still those guys searching for that perfect scenario of fertilizer placement and we've talked this tons of times fertilizer is finicky on the planter mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. you've got to have patience and you've got to just know that things are going to change from year to year what worked this year may not work next year you know just depending on what mother nature throws at us right so that's the biggest hurdle that you get into i love strip till i, I mean i try to get guys to get nutrients off the planter I just think it's, and everybody's like, yeah, we're our labor and this, that, but how much time does it take for a guy, you know, to do a high-speed scenario and place nutrient, stay ahead of the planter and away you go? Right, right. I mean, yeah. it's not real tough. Right, yeah, so, it, it depends, you know, and, and they always want to make these bars really big and elaborate. Sometimes if you can kind of size them down, uh, I think you can even get more acres done in a day, really, rather than trying to do a huge bar where it takes a PhD to run it, too. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but just part of the part of the uh, you know landscape that we're in of just navigating and and doing you know the different thing. The customer had, had that horse planter and was really wanting to put fertilizer on, and I mean he was down to a little bit of nothing. Here's your option and got to figure out how to mount it mm-hmm. you know you so, get him figured out well i think we're going to try nutrient pros i mean because of his cover crop that he's going to be planting into and we know the nutrient pros will walk through heavy covers yeah mm-hmm. it's proven yeah and so that's going to be basically his best his best shot at it so yeah i, th- I think it'll be an interesting build but he's going to have to one row at a time and making yeah. sure everything fits and which is not ideal, but you know it's specifically for his planner and his situation. So mm-hmm. prescription fit. Yeah. So, but yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know, and we we've had many guys come up to us like that over the years. Uh, but yeah, putting the fertilizer there on the planter is is a there's a big push for it, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, it's still it so, still is there. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What. Uh, what else do you think guys need to be looking at this year on their planner? You know, um, no no frills, no gadgets. You know, we just did a video on when to replace their Yetter Poly Twister closing wheels. Yeah. You know that that'll be a good one. I get but, I get that question as well we, as we talked that you know it definitely um, you know everybody wants to know when to replace it and it's tough for each situation but right you know as we lose that chunky lug. Right. As it gets smaller, that's where we lose the tamping of that wheel. Right. And so, you know, we definitely don't want it down to a point, but, you know, it gets down there. It's, you mm-hmm. know, guys don't realize how much it's worn until they put a new one on. Right. And I don't think we've seen a replacement market yet. Have you? I mean, do you see, 
you know, guys that are saying, hey, you know, I've had these for three years. It's time to put new on. Mm-mm. I just haven't seen it. No. And that's the misnomer. The guys think poly. They immediately think wear fast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, with a cast <clears throat> twister, you know, they're all thinking, oh, you got the cast twister because it wears better. Yeah. That's not the point of the cast twister. Not I mean, at all. the cast twister, we're adding it for weight. Yeah. You know, we we don't have to put our notches in there, very many notches. You know, we're not going to compromise seed depth or anything. 16 pounds each, 32 pounds, that baby's going to close the slot. Right. I mean, that's why we're doing the cast twister. It has nothing to do with wear. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, those cast twisters are definitely gaining in sales yeah i mean guys do like what they get out of them yeah i'm seeing them more and more too yeah i mean especially for the guys that are going at these high speeds with all these newer high speed planers uh, i think it's just pretty necessary and right you don't see that tailpiece sit there and chatter exactly yeah and at nine mile an hour those things will chatter right along oh yeah you know so cover crops and no-till definitely Mm -hmm. cast twisters i mean it's a you know given i guess you might say so but no that video you did on the planters that was perfect that you know take an old 7000 7200 i mean you hit the nail on the head there is the items that make or break you in money yep i mean clean seed bed yeah i mean you had this fertilizer up front nutrient placement you know and seed to soil contact at the back yep and i've always said that, that if guys pay attention to that detail those things yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to be in the in the best end of gaining a good yield. I'd put that planner up against any of them as far as ROI. Exactly. Now, here's the thing that's hard for guys to look at. You can put a planner next to it that's going to out-yield it, uh-huh. okay? But then put a pencil to it. And, and does it out-yield enough to pay for all the wires and harnesses on the planner? Exactly. That's where it gets down to, you know, we talk to guys with older planters all the time, and it's like new seed disc and add these little trinkets to it. Hey, you're going to be doing a very good job. Right. Yeah. Off you go. That's right. So, but For sure. You, you been deer hunting yet? I know you were going to ask that. Man. <laughs> no, you, you know, you know the deal. It would just. No, You've been out. I went out a couple times. That's basically it, yeah. Yeah, you saw some bucks. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It wasn't enough to keep me going back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, maybe I that know. ground blind we're, we're building will make them want to go again. Well, I yeah. mean, I, you know, you got the Taj Mahal coming here. Yeah. I mean, heat <laughs> and no wind. I mean, you know. Insulated. Can we cook breakfast in there? I mean, um, can we cook breakfast in I'm there? sure we can. Yeah. Yeah. Or we'll need a little generator. There you, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, I haven't. I have not done what, you know, I used to do a lot of deer hunting, but I think just, you know, life gets in the way. And, you know, maybe when retirement does come, hey, I'll spend some time in the timber. So. This weekend is Ohio's second gun season. Oh. Their first gun season was the Monday after Thanksgiving. Then you skip a weekend, and then now this weekend. So. But we've got a lot of Christmas parties and stuff going on, so I probably won't get out much. But Cody's still searching to fill that tag. I see, I see that. He He's hasn't got a, snapped anything to me. I was like, you know, yeah, he Blood you know, trail? Any blood trail? He asked I mean, me nothing. what we were having for lunch. I said, I don't know. I figured maybe you would eat tag soup today, or are you going to wait till the end of the season? 
you know, and he's got enough of them in there for both of us, really. Egg soup. <laughs> Uh, do you put yeah, salt you. and pepper with that? Do you oh, add yeah. any seasoning yeah. to it? Yeah, you have to. A little garlic powder. But yeah, some paprika. I think yeah. he's got three of them in his pocket to burn. Yeah. Cow. And one's a butt tag. You better so. get busy. Yeah, that's the goal. Hopefully. <laughs> he's been in the right spots. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Hey, it's better to be lucky than good. I guess. That's what they say. Yeah, I got lucky. For sure. Yeah, you got it's pretty nice deer. That yeah, decent. I mean, yeah. there was nothing wrong with it. So. Oh yeah, for for how it played out, it, it could have been a four pointer. I probably would have shot it. <laughs> I I just to to do a mid morning move and have it work. Right. Just it just made it happen. You right. know. So. And delivering some parts. You know, you, you can't beat that. It's just. Yep. Everything worked together. Yep. So. Yep. Well, that's the only way we're allowed to get out of the office. Otherwise, it's we have to load the ice. truck up with a bunch of stuff, make it look like we're selling and and delivering, nice. and then we go deer hunting. <laughs> we we end up we end up dumping the parts in the in the ditch, even though we didn't deliver them. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Yeah. We delivered them just as long as the check shows up. They don't matter. Blood out of the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah. Get it all mm-hmm. cleaned up. Yeah, I got yeah. that cleaned up. Good. But. So where are we eating tonight? I don't know. I thought, you know, maybe, what is it, Matt Miller's? Yeah. Oh, Matt that's where Miller's Tavern. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over there at Carmel, I think, is yep. where it's at. It's like 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, I think, yeah. Yep. We, so we ate there last year, and it was pretty decent. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We're over here kind of in Beck's land. You know, I drove through Becknology days to get here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You drive right by the facility. You go right through that little road right between them. Yep. Oh, yeah. The little roundabout right there. It's it's yeah. pretty pretty nice empire mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. very nice yep facility. and reynolds farm equipment yep so they had an x9 combine in there which kind of surprised me i didn't think you could even get one of them which so, it's probably someone some farmers or something but oh, yeah. yeah they've got some inventory gee many pete really? they've got some tractors sitting in there yeah front to back there's just painted green of course on that 31 it's high visibility yeah oh they've got a great spot it is oh yeah Mm -hmm. very good yeah so but yeah it and you know this facility with the bigger doors i mean they were still able to get that combine in and yeah you know sprayers and you guys had that fast toolbar i mean that's pretty Mm -hmm. good size Mm -hmm. yeah i I like this facility i just wish we could get more people there yeah you know that's you know, I hate to say, you know, sometimes the growers are telling us, hey, we, we don't care about farm shows anymore. Yeah. I mean, we, it's just not high on our priority list. And I can see, I mean, everybody's busy. It's in their pocket. And I mean, it's too right. it's too easily accessible through I mean, their pocket. I yeah. Mean, they well, can click on, they can listen to podcasts. I mean, you know, come on. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I thought it was funny this morning. Kevin called me. I wasn't here yet. He said, hey, do you have a a flyer on this uh a26 fast applicator that's sitting in our lot i said a flyer why do you need a flyer well there's a guy here and he wants a flyer on it i said tell him to touch it it's literally right there picture (laughs) video it's there what's a flyer going to tell him you know um so i don't know that that kind of stuff is is necessary you know um when we've got the youtube videos and stuff we've talked about that a million times but i thought you know um i mean our marketing has to be three or four pronged for age groups right yeah i mean that's where we're at you know you've got to be able to do some old school marketing and advertising 
and then plus the YouTubes and, and all that. And that, that pretty well encompasses everybody. Right. You know. Yeah. If they ain't going to find you through one of them, then they won't find you at all. That's right. That's, so that's what it comes down to. So this this week we're signing on with Fastline. Oh. We've never been on Fastline on their online deal. Yep. Yep. So like most of our big equipment leads come from Tractor House, mm -hmm. and Fastline is a, a very similar company. Um, and we're going to sign on with them. It's really not that expensive to have all of our items listed on there. It's just another search engine. I think she said. I forget how many people she said search on their website from Ohio every week. It's wow. it's pretty crazy. And just keeping your name and your products that you offer right in front of the guys, that's that's the name of the game because you're helping them jog their memory. Yeah. I mean, really, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm no different. I'm the same way as a consumer. If I see something, it's like, oh, dang, I was. that reminds me, I was going to do this. So yep. It's the same way when you guys have fitting equipment and you yetter mm -hmm. sulfur and all the things you just keeping that in front of them and and it helps them jog their memory sometimes yeah, yeah they you do so. they do uh a mailing catalog in ohio uh each edition and every edition i think is three weeks so every three weeks they mail out fifteen thousand catalogs in ohio Ooh. now we didn't do that one because it's a it's a good little bit more money but uh, still, that, yeah. that uh, fifteen thousand catalogs to subscribers. That's and, and really, I mean, that's a big number. But at the end of the day, tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. That's that's like just it's not. That's not encompassing us. There, there's a lot more growers out there. Oh yeah, them. definitely. Right. Yeah, for sure. So but, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So I think all in all, it's always positive. You know, it's always positive to listen to the grower, and he's more apt to talk. So I think it's, I think it's good to still rub shoulders with these guys. We just got to figure out how to get more guys coming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, there's always a, you know, there's always a need for something, and it's always a little bit different depending on. I mean, there's nothing better than being able to see a guy's reaction whenever you tell him what what you got and if it's available and this and that and right. you know seeing him face to face you know there there are a lot of guys that we meet at farm shows that we've talked to over the phone but we've never met them face to face and they're right. like oh yeah it's good to put a face to the name you know right. just just some things like that that's that's my favorite part about the farm shows probably right. is just the face-to-face -face interaction with guys and yep you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, doing sales over the phone is fine, but being able to see it face to face is just a different story. Right. Yep. Exactly. Well, we probably better wrap up. We've got some. Uh, we've got an audience behind us. We've got some superstars that flew in here from the farm, <laughs> and they're waiting on uh, our reservations for Matt the Miller's Tavern. There you go. And uh, we better get off of here. So. Awesome. Um, I appreciate you guys. Yeah. You know, as always, what you do, and it's always good to be around you. And yeah, yeah talk thank, business. And you thanks know. for coming in. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that uh, you made the decision to not come to this show next year and go to Louisville or uh, Fort Wayne with us instead. That'll be fun. 
I, I so. think, you know, maybe maybe Fort Wayne may be in the cards this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So. I, I haven't really pinned into that. Hold on. I let me see what deer season we got going on. Up there. <laughs> Is that, isn't that You're muzzle You're going to get me in the timber yet, aren't you, out there? Are you going to the National No-Till Conference? <laughs> yeah. In St. Shoot. St. Louis, yeah. St. Louis. Uh, we can call it the juries, maybe do some deer hunting in Missouri yeah. with them. There you go. <laughs> Isn't Moto's the loader season out there? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get off of here. Thanks for everyone for uh, tuning in. This will release Friday, uh, as you know, on the uh, email blast. So yep. thanks for tuning in and look yep. forward to the next one. Appreciate you guys. All right. Yep. Thanks, thanks guys. <laughs>